Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Playing With Squirrels, a Boy Meets World fan cast. I am joined this week by the bassist in one of my favorite bands, Danger Club. I am joined by Alex. Some people know him as Noon and he is a fan of the podcast. This is the first time we're ever having a fan of the show on the show. So this is very exciting. Alex, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, so, I think you've told me before that that not only are you a fan of playing with squirrels, uh, a, a Boy Meets World fan cast, it's actually the only podcast you really listen to. <laughs> it's literally the only podcast I've ever listened to <laughs> in my 31 years of life. <laughs> <laughs> So is it just, I mean, I've done multiple podcasts before, so it's not because of me. It's certainly because well, of the I subject it matter. Is, it is because of you, but it's also the subject matter. <laughs> so unfortunately, we didn't discuss a very uh, a, a very layered episode here. We discussed episode 13 of season one, which aired on January 14th, 1994, uh, and that is She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. Uh, which doesn't even really have any B-plot to this one. It is just the story of Topanga falling in love for Eric Matthews. Um, which they never talk about again. Never again. <laughs> and uh, it's, yes, you didn't hear that incorrectly, Eric Matthews. <laughs> um, this is, it's it's probably one of the biggest retcon episodes of, of the entire series when you think about it. Like, Well, I mean, the whole first season is... Yeah, but, I mean, some things you can, like, kind of just be like, okay, I guess that, like, a lot of the Corey learning the importance of teaching and Mr. Feeney stuff can, like, kind of stick around, but, like, this is, like, undeniably, like, this episode could and should be scraped from the (laughs) history books. Yeah. Uh, There's really, I I have, I've never had so few notes on an episode, so I'm hoping (laughs) that you, uh can carry this one a little bit. The only notes I have are Nebula and Godzilla <laughs> goes to college. Like, those are the only... Yeah, Nebula, the sister that doesn't exist after this episode when she leaves the house. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, she's cute. They casted a very cute girl to play Nebula. I would date yeah. Nebula. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, she's related to Topanga. This is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the episode... The episode I do enjoy is very uh, Minkus-centric. Uh, yes. Minkus has such, uh, like, my my opinions of Minkus at 32 are so dramatically different than my opinions of Minkus as a child. Uh, he has such good delivery throughout all of these uh, episodes. So an episode that's I... so heavy him is good to me. Yeah, I think he's only in, like, three scenes and then the post credit scene. Yeah, but he kills it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the episode begins. Topanga comes into class, and there's this giant origami flower sitting on her desk, and Minkus is reading a book on origami. Like, um, oh, I didn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it leads to Corey and Sean kind of making jokes about you know geeks 
getting together and dating and, and all that good jazz. And that's when Mr. Feeney announces that they're going to have a special guest come in to talk to the class and enter Eric Matthews. Now, the one thing I want to say about this part when he enters is they kind of play off on this in a later episode when uh, he walks in and Corey's like Eric and he's like Corey and then Feeney's like Mr. Matthews and he's like Mr. Feeney. It's almost identical to the Place with Squirrels episode. Yes, it is. It is almost spot on. The Eric <laughs> uh, plays with Mr. <laughs> Mr. Matthews, Matthews, Mr. Squirrels. Mr. Squirrels. <laughs> uh, so Eric comes in and he I, – I actually – can't remember if my school did this. I don't think they did. But mine. what was you gonna say? I was saying mine definitely didn't. Yeah, so um now in the world of Boy Meets World, it seems like there's just two schools. I grew up in a you go into fifth grade and then you have sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and then you have high school. Yeah, um, that's how I was. But there are like certain areas that do the seventh through twelfth grade schools, and I I don't know if it's just one giant school that's like kindergarten to sixth, and one that's seventh to twelfth, or if like the elementary school is broken up into like you know up until fourth, and then like a fifth and sixth grade or something like that. But uh, Eric's in there, and he's basically just like talking about how great being in high school is and how you have to accept that you guys are the the uh, seventh graders, so you're pretty much gum. Yeah, like, <laughs> just really, really kind of douching it up. Mr. Feeney's clearly not thrilled, uh, but one yeah. person is enamored by this speech, and that is Topanga. <laughs> For some reason. Nobody knows why. No, it doesn't even make sense. Down. There's no, it's strictly based on his looks because he doesn't have anything that would match like her wackiness in this at this point in time, which again means that we like if this episode still exists in the in the entire Boy Meets World universe, it kind of implies that like Topanga could have fallen for Corey just to get closer to Eric. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's a slight slight tweak on that. One um, episode. We'll we'll just get a fan theory of that running. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she starts visiting the Matthews house all the time. Sean convinces Corey that it's because she has a crush on Corey. Um, but I mean, even even though I hadn't seen this episode in many many years, I was like, no, she's into Eric. Like I, yeah. right I, off the bat, you know yeah. that I watched this probably like the seventeenth time recently. Uh, <laughs> I watch it going to bed, so eventually I finish the series and start it over. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I it's one of those just episodes like, oh, whatever. I don't I don't want to pay attention too yeah, much to this. First, it's it's so funny because for the last couple episodes we've been really praising how much better first season episodes have been um than I anticipated, but the last like handful have been exactly what i've anticipated for exactly, first season yeah. like we've hit a lull where it's like okay well this is back to like what the first season episodes feel like um so the, i mean it's it's an all right episode there are some really touching moments uh specifically really the the main thing the thing that you would like want to highlight and talk about from this episode is after eric talks to feeny and uh, outside in the backyard in the backyard and then yeah. eric has to reject topanga which is fairly heartbreaking actually um mostly because of how well uh danielle fisher plays off the i'd like to go home now 
line. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really like I I relate to that feeling. That feeling yeah. of like I've put it all out there. I've I've like let this person that I really really like know that I really really like them, and I've gotten that rejection thrown back in my face, and it's like. I just don't want to be here anymore. Like you just kind of want to go and be left alone. Um, but that moment makes Eric realize that he needs to talk to that class again. Right. Like it's, he's like, Oh, I actually hurt somebody. Yeah. Like I'm obligated to talk about this now. And that is probably the best part in the episode is his second speech. Um, because it, it's what's the best with Minkus too. Oh yeah, no, he keeps <laughs> he keeps railing on Minkus, <laughs> and I love Minkus kind of just whispering like, "Can you use Can someone you else?" Use <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a really good funny moment. Um, it'll probably be I'll probably put that whole scene at the end of the episode. Uh, I know I didn't. There was no, I had nothing to play last week <laughs> to end the episode. It was I had no Feeny speech. I had nothing. Yeah, there's um, no Feeny speech in this episode either. No, I I was sure when I started this podcast that there'd only be like four or five episodes that didn't have a big Feeny speech at the end, and I think yeah. I've only had like four or five thirteen episodes in the first season, so. <laughs> That thesis but I feel was like uh, Eric's speech kind of takes place of Feeney's speech the second time to the class. Yeah, and it, it's a good speech, but like I, this is one of those episodes that I forget about constantly, like mm. constantly. <laughs> I didn't even know it wasn't until like halfway through this episode, like halfway through putting this episode in, that I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Like Topanga has a thing for Eric in the first. This season. was an episode. Yeah, like, <laughs> There's, like, certain ones that I totally remember. I remember the crazy grandma that, like, bails on Corey. And, like, there's – those episodes, like, stick with me. And this one just – by – this episode's going to drop on Sunday. And then by, like, Tuesday, I will not remember that this was an episode. (laughs) I watched this last night. I barely remember what happened in this episode. Um, But I do want to say that I wish Godzilla Goes to College was a movie because – where he tears apart UCLA. <laughs> UCLA. I'd watch the crap out of Godzilla Goes to College. <laughs> There'd be so little that could stop me from watching Godzilla Goes to College. Uh, so, as with these episodes, especially the first season episodes, there's really not much to discuss. Unless, Do you have anything you want to bring up in relation uh, to this episode? I mean, I think the funniest part is probably Nebula's middle name. What is Nebula's <laughs> middle name again? Remind me. Uh, wait, I wrote it down. Hold on. Nebula, stop the war, Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) And Corey says, what? Your parents thought, what, Linda was taken? (laughs) I do, as much as I hate first season Corey, I do love his sarcastic comments. Like, his sarcasm dies. Like, probably the later high school episodes. Uh, his everything dies by like that yeah. season. He is just like the lowest self-esteemed, <laughs> like no backbone human being for the rest of the show. And it's kind of why I love Corey so much in the later seasons. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, so let's let's do the second half of the show, which is the easier part for the guests because they don't have to talk about an episode that nothing happened that in. has nothing. Yeah. Uh, so what is your experiences with, with Boy Meets World? I, you mentioned this was your 17th viewing of a first season episode, so I assume <laughs> so you're a pretty big fan. A lot. <laughs> Just, no, I'd say I'm a little fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I grew up with it, and, you know, 
like people have said on the show before, it's like you feel like you could be friends with them. They're like normal people, not like somebody crazy out in the you know left field, except for Topanga in the early seasons. But yeah. like everybody is relatable to in some degree. So what would you say um, is like some of your fondest like TGIF Boy Meets World memories, like favorite episodes or, or favorite like moments? Is there anything that like jumps out in your head that's like to you that is the Boy Meets World moment? Well, I mean, like not the Boy Meets World moments, but like when they did, I forget which season it was. The It was either the in, the first episode or the finale where they actually used the internet to go to like com or whatever. Oh, okay. shit. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that that was a thing. And that's like, you know, most people forget about it. It's like, oh, that was, you know, back then that was a big deal. Now it's like, oh, okay. Like uh, in Scrubs, they did the ToddTime.com. I remember ToddTime. <laughs> oh, I remember ToddTime.com. Yeah, but it's not a website anymore. Which is depressing. For those of you who don't know what ToddTime.com is, because maybe in seven years when I'm done this Boy Meets World show, I'll do a Scrubs show for seven years. I would um, be on that, too. I've watched that like 32 times. But there was an episode of Scrubs where randomly the character, the Todd, was standing standing around wearing a shirt that said thetoddtime.com and everyone kept asking him about it and he said check it out and you'll see and if you actually went on the website it was just him in a speedo flexing outside of the, the hospital yep <laughs> so good and sadly they took it down that's that is a travesty i almost said tragedy i mean it's a tragedy too but it's, it's more more so a travesty um now, do you have well, – I was about to ask if you have brothers, as if I haven't hung out with your brother before. <laughs> no, I don't have a brother. <laughs> so so did you and your brother, like, were you both, like – because, like, me and my brother, as you've heard on the show, were, like, dorks that, like, looked forward to, like, hanging out to watch TGIF together. Was that the same for you and Jake, or, or was Jake yeah. kind of a lone wolf like he always seems to be? Jake was a little jerk when we were kids. <laughs> like, we hated each other. <laughs> We didn't become, like, friends and be close until I was, like, 16. (laughs) (laughs) And before that, it was a very, uh, you know, violent, brotherly relationship. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's the drummer of my band. So, I mean, (laughs) it's a win-win. What a... Your ba- your bands, dude. That's all right. I mean, everybody gets along. That's, That's what counts, right? That, dude, uh, <laughs> I mean, I will throw a little plug here. The, a lot of the people who listen to Playing with Squirrels also are familiar with Horror Movie Night. Uh, and if you're familiar with Horror Movie Night, it's almost impossible to not be familiar with Danger Club as they are the band that played our first ever live show. and Which uh, was awesome. <laughs> and we have been like promoting their album from the second it came out, I think one of our episodes even ended with a song from the album just to help promote it. So, like, I always refer to them as, like, the unofficial house band of Horror Movie Night. Um, do you guys have any, like, are you guys hitting the studio any, again anytime soon? Is there going to be a, a follow-up to uh, These Are the Good there Times? There will eventually. <laughs> um, but because, you know, Jake was in Korea for a year and now he came back. Then we started practicing with him again in December, so we're kind of trying to iron things out again and start writing new stuff. Nice, very cool. Well, I'm excited to hear whatever Danger Club has to put out. They, if you guys are, if you're a listener and you're not familiar with Danger Club, but you're a fan of like 
boys night out or or thursday or even like more pop punky stuff than that they are a really cool blend you know that it's a good local band when i have my ipod on shuffle and songs will come on and i'm sitting in my car trying to remember like I don't remember this. I don't remember this boys' night out song. And then like, <laughs> like, like, oh, oh wait, this is Danger true. Club. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's always nice when a, a local band's production value is good enough to trick me into thinking that it's a like years old uh, record label assigned band. Well, I'm uh, glad at least there's one person in the world that thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> now, that album is their their debut album is literally one of the probably most listened to albums in my um CD collection in all honesty. It is it is a very very good CD that I've played for many many people. Um well, I appreciate that and I'm sure everybody else in the band will. <laughs> where do you go to check out where would where would listeners go to check out Danger Club? Uh, www.dangerclubpa.com Don't Google just Danger Club because there's also other things that are (laughs) inappropriate and not music related. (laughs) Alright, well, I'm sorry that that the first episode that you got to be on is possibly the shortest episode that we've ever done, but (laughs) that is more to blame with episode 13 of Boy Meets (laughs) The content of this episode that they just never talk about again. No, yeah, it's it's like that's the only thing to talk about is how this episode is never talked about again. So right. that's about as as deep as it gets. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, I will get you back on for a better episode in the future for sure. Well, I would love that. Maybe I could get Jake to do it too. Oh, dude, that'd be sweet. I do. Uh, I do the 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 Noonan Brothers on an episode for sure. <laughs> Uh, so go and check out DangerClubPA.com. Check out their music. And uh, we'll be back in, I believe, two weeks for the next episode. I think they took a week off. We're, as I've said before, we're about to hit a very uneven release schedule with uh, the last, like, there's only nine episodes left. But these last nine episodes are scattered out until me- uh, sometime in May. So <laughs> it's, uh, there's going to be a lot of gaps in your listening, folks. But we will be back. So, uh, a couple of days ago, I, I pretty much covered the big high school picture, but um, I, I left out one little tiny detail. You've all known each other since, like, kindergarten, but next year there's going to be maybe nine or ten other sixth grade classes from different schools making up your seventh grade class, and you're not going to know all those kids. A lot of them are going to think differently than you. What do you mean? Well, do you smoke cigarettes? No. A lot of kids in your new school will. A lot of them are going to try to press you into it. They're going to tell you how cool it is to smoke. You want to be cool, don't you? More than you could ever know. (laughs) Maybe you'll smoke. I don't think so. Why not? Because according to the New England Journal of Medicine, smoking reduces lung capacity, leads to emphysema, and causes heart attack and lung cancer. Well, what if she thought it was cool? Then would you smoke? In a heartbeat. (laughs) Welcome to the world of peer pressure. So he smokes. Do you think that's cool? I think anyone who smokes is a disgusting pig. I'm trying to quit. <laughs> but it's not that easy, Minkus. There's all kinds of pressure. I mean, what about alcohol? Could you use somebody else as an example, please? <sighs> sure. What about alcohol? What about it? What about drugs? Hey, calm down, Eric. We're not into that stuff. What we like is baseball and comic books. Yeah, that's what you like now. But that's going to change, just like you're changing schools, just like you're going to start feeling a lot of new stuff inside you you're not really going to understand. How do you know? Because you're growing up. Some of you have already started. <laughs>